friends, it's Julie, and I'm so, so excited to announce that my book, also titled Angels and Awakening, is available November 11th for sale on Amazon. It was the honor of a lifetime to get to channel the entire book with the other side. It's a big book with over 200 pages, and actually it's two books in one because it's both a book and workbook. And some have been calling it an angel dictionary because it teaches you how all of your angels are working with you and the role they play on your spirit team. Friends, if you want to help me get this book into more hands, you can do a few things. You can ask your local bookstore to sell the book and they can purchase copies through Ingram Spark. You can take a photo of yourself reading the book and share it on your social media pages. You can write a book review of the book on Amazon, and you can buy copies as holiday presents for everyone you know who needs more angel energy in their life. Also, please check out the dedication page in the book because friends, I dedicated this book to you who listen to and support this podcast because you are everything. Thank you so much from the bottom of my heart for your continued prayers and support. Before we jump into the show, you can now register to go through our December course, which teaches you how to connect with your loved ones in heaven and deepen your communication with them. I'm going to go deeper into signs and how you can build a relationship with your loved ones on the other side. Why do this course in December? Because during December, the energetic connection between you and them is at its greatest peak. And it's easier for you to make this connection during this time of year. This is a four-week course that begins December 1st and is already included for everyone who is an angel member. If you want to take this course for free, yes, I said free, and get the entire angel membership free for one whole year, I have an offer for you. When you get two people who've never been in my angel membership before to buy the annual membership for $1,200 a year, I will give you your angel membership free for one whole year. Why am I doing this? Because we've had dozens and dozens of people writing in to tell us how the angel membership changed their life bettered their relationships, brought them more joy in their everyday life, made them excited about life again, and helped them know like they know like they know their purpose. Some who went on to take the Angel Reiki School are now transitioning out of their old careers and into working as a healer full time. And I know the Angel Membership will help you make the positive strides in your life that you've been looking to make. My team of healers in my new online Angel Wellness Center have appointments open, so please book a session with them, and we have a few slots open with the next Angel Reiki School. So if Spirit is telling you that now is your time to take the school, we have openings. All information about all of this and more is in the show notes and on my website, theangelmedium.com. Friends, thank you for being here. Thank you for buying the book and supporting this show. Friends, I know that you heard my interview with the Harvey sisters on Monday, but here I wanted you to hear their actual session, which took place months and months, maybe six months before my interview with them about their angel stories. Here you go. Now let's dive into the show. Okay, so you have to kind of tell me who's who. I'm Madison. Okay. And this is her twin sister, Mackenzie. Okay. And I'm Caitlin. The older sister. (laughs) Okay. Perfect. So what we're going to do today is I'm going to walk you through a short, like little background information, very short one to two minute meditation. You're going to hear me writing a lot as I do that. Um, It's because spirit's already starting to come in. And then I come through with messages. Spirit works differently through me, right? Where I can connect with your loved ones and your angels on the other side. Mm -hmm. They don't 
come through with this validation to prove to you that there is another side. I more work with people who know that already and who are going deeper. So they will get validation where you will walk away today and be like, there's no way she could have known this. Yeah. life, but, and they'll give you direction and guidance. I feel like I felt them with me all day. So I feel like there's a lot that wants to be said. So I'm excited to to dive in. So think about things like this. Everything is energy that vibrates at different levels or frequencies. Yeah. The highest vibration, I call it oneness, because if you looked at the smallest piece of everything, it is that God universe source energy connecting everything everywhere. When you do this work and you get into that energy, what you're learning to do is connect to the vibration of your soul. And as you learn how to do that over time, it turns down the volume of your egoic mind. It turns Mm -hmm. up the volume of your intuition, which means that you can learn how to do this too, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. So I want you to just kind of close your eyes and I just want you to take a deep breath in, deep breath out. And I want you to imagine that out of the bottom, the soles of your feet are these large roots that go down far and wide into the earth. Those roots go down far and wide, really anchoring you into the ground, into the earth. And up through those roots comes this beautiful, yummy, tingly energy starts to tingle at the tip of your toes. I want you to allow that yummy tingly energy to just move up over your feet, around your ankles. Feel that energy as it moves up over the calves, the shins, the knees. Feel that energy as it moves up over the thighs, the hamstrings, the hips. And just allow that energy to move up the spine, the stomach, all the way up until it reaches your heart. I want you to feel this energy as it moves into the heart, surrounds the heart, fills the heart and then climbs up into the shoulders, the neck, the head, and then through the hair follicles at the top of the head so that you feel this energy lifting you upwards. Two inches to 10 feet or higher above the top of your head. Okay. And when you're ready, you can come back to me. Who's the motherly energy on the other side? Our mom. mom. Okay. So she's been here all day (laughs) and she has a ton to say. There's a couple other people though, as I was kind of like tapping into your spirit team, who has, well, the grandma's on the other side is mom's mom right next to her. Okay. So know that she's stepping forward. I want you to, to see what I'm seeing, which is both of them are the directors and leaders of your spirit teams always. Okay. One of you though, has a person though, that passed before their time. I don't know if this is a friend energy, somebody that you guys knew from school that passed before their time. Yeah. Yeah. There's a few. That person's not on your spirit team, but steps right outside of the circle and really wants their presence to be known that they check in on you from time to time. So we're going to talk about that today too. There's a lot here. I want to start with to 
does one of or what have you married? Okay, and who's got both? Okay, um, is there a father-in-law on the other side? No. no. Uh-uh. For one of you guys, though, because it was connected to the spirit team, and I feel like I'm kind of more over here. Is your partner's? Mm-hmm, is your? Is there somebody who's like a fatherly energy on the other side for your partner? His grandpa passed last year, so probably him. Okay, so know that he's like coming forward too. That there's stuff that he wants to say, and then. Are there kids yet? Because there's a ton of kid energy. (laughs) And then where do the kids come in? I have three and I have one I just had five months ago. Okay. Awesome. Lots to dive in here today. They had me start here. There's two places. Your mom's going in two different directions at the same time. Was she sick (laughs) at the end? Yeah. Okay. Because she goes in first and foremost, and she was very clear. She brought it in three times. She had me write down illness, not you girls. Okay. So she is very, very clear that she is working with your egoic minds so that you do not attach to what she went through and say, oh, Jesus, is this coming down the pipeline for one of us in the future? She said, she goes, you know me. Mm -hmm. If come hell or high water, whatever I can do from the other side, you guys aren't going through the same thing that I went through. Okay. And she said, I need you to be very, very clear on that because I can tell you this stuff all day and she can be whispering it to you, but until you own it and believe it and have fought fit like faith and trust, it's not going to click. What I went through is not for you is not for your children. Okay. okay. She's very clear on this and she's going a little deeper. What was grandma sick? Her mom, when she passed and her sister. Okay. So what was it that they had? Breast, Breast cancer. cancer. Okay. It doesn't mean that we don't go to our doctor's appointments, right? It means that there are going to be enough developments where you do not have the same path that they had. And you know what? She just said, if you imagine that all of us were souls on the other side and somebody had to come play this role, somebody had to play this role. She said, all of us would have done this for one another in a heartbeat. Yeah. And she said, it was just the way that she goes, I would have taken this in a heartbeat to make sure that you guys didn't go through this. I want to tell you too, I feel like it's very rare to have siblings that are as close as you are. Okay. It's very, very much a gift. And when I connect with energies like this, you can see the energy on the other side of how close you are as a soul family over there and how many lifetimes after lifetimes you've lived with one another. (laughs) See, this is the way that spirit comes in and validates in my types of sessions. When I wrote stuff down, so that was the first direction mom was going through, right? Like you need to know you guys are okay. The second thing that she was coming in saying is she had me write down big purpose plus big purpose together. So I don't know if you guys talk sometimes and are like, we should create something together or if they're, but they're similar, like threads of energy where she said, it doesn't have to be tomorrow. It doesn't have to be next year, but she said, you guys have always felt this energy. Like you guys could work together. You could have this business together one day. What is it that you do and who does the marketing? Maybe you, I mean, what you're kind of, she's she's kind of in real estate. estate. (laughs) Okay. So you have to work it yourself. Yeah. And then I'm a dental assistant, so I don't do any marketing. (laughs) I do billing. She goes, it's not for right now, but there's some, something coming, you know, five, six years down the path where she said, when it comes up and you guys think this would be a great idea, she said, just go for it and allow it to a family band for years. (laughs) (laughs) 
That's awesome. She does come in talking about how grateful she is for how you guys were there at the end and really helping her through. She said, I didn't know how to leave. I feel like she went back and forth a couple of times. Like she was ready. She's not, she's ready. She's not, she said, and they've never said it to me like this before. I will see it where it's double Dutch energy like that. You're in, you're out. But what she just said is some people, Julie, hold on until their battery is like at zero and then there is no more ability to hold right. on. And yeah. she said, I held on she did. for as long as I could. I don't know if you listen to the podcast, but what I do say on there is that there are different places, different realms on the other side. It's not one earth-like place uh-huh. over there. And she keeps showing me home base. She said, what I need you all to get, and it takes a couple of months for this to really settle in, is that your soul is omnipresent. So Mm -hmm. she said, what I didn't realize, and I feel like this is the work that a lot of end of life doulas are doing with people right now, is to help them understand that when we cross over to the other side, you're actually showing up to everybody that you love. Oh, right. Because, you know, Madison, Caitlin and Mackenzie. Okay. All of your higher selves are over there with her. So what she said is it's actually harder to be here because we, this is the only place that we feel the lack of presence of another person. And so she said on those days that are really hard because grief doesn't go away in our lifetime, it might diminish a little bit, but you're going to have a bad day here and there. She said on those days, I need you to remember that you're here with me. I need you to kind of get into that oneness energy. I need you to connect with your higher self and know that you can see me within your mind's eye. You can give me a hug. And she said, every day, I know you're talking to me. And that's a big part of this session. So when my dad passed, I started hearing to him, but it was through my internal dialogue. I always thought when people did this, they heard it like his voice. Yeah. It doesn't work like that. So in your everyday, the way that you function as a human being is you see different things through your, you know, some people call it the third eye, the mind's eye, the psychic sight. It's your imagination. Like it brings information to you. You see nuggets of information, daydreams. You have an inner dialogue. You have gut feelings and knowingnesses within your body. She goes, we can use all of it to guide you, to push you, to direct you. And the more and more clear that you get on your own energy, the easier it is for you to be like, something's off, yeah. um, you know, connect with me on what it is. Yeah. What do you want me to do? And it might be, it's not this, it's this, like just go in this direction. She's pushing you, she's guiding you. And I feel like, Caitlin, she's looking at you and she's like, you're go, 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 go. And she goes, she goes, it's not that you can't step into your own energy. She said, you just have to breathe. Right. And she said, I feel like you more than anybody else is telling yourself. I don't know if I'm going to be able to connect and that you're worried maybe about like her presence fading over time. And she goes, I'm never leaving any one of you, like never leaving any one of you. And she said, Caitlin, you absolutely, all three of you, there are some parents who are more determined than others. She's determined as hell. Yeah. 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 He gives us signs all the time. Yeah. All the time. And it's not just going to be one. It's going to be all the signs. Oh yeah. It is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So what I need you to know is that as soon as you tell yourself something like, I can't do this, or I'm not going to be doing, or I I haven't felt mom. Oh, Jesus. I haven't felt mom. I'm not going to feel her anymore. This is it. I knew it was going to go away. 
this barrier goes up and she goes, it's a lot harder to get through to you because they can't cross your free will. And that free will is that imaginary barrier. But as soon as you go, God, I don't know how you're connecting me with my mom, but I know you can. And I know that you'll keep this my whole life. It is your free will going up and then she's able to come in and rush in so much more. Now, I feel like your mom and grandma together are just like comical sometimes. Like they could get each other like laughing, like the big, hard belly laughs. And she goes like, cause they keep showing me them doing this to each other all the time over there. And your mom's dad is on the other side too. No, no, he's He's here. Yeah, he's here. Who's Who's the male on that side of the family, mom's side? I mean, it could be grandpa George. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's our great grandpa George passed. So maybe him. I know mom was close Close to to him. him. Yeah. I don't feel like it's him. I feel like it's your grandfather's higher self coming through. Okay. Okay. Okay, That makes sense. Because he goes there nonstop. Like they like laugh all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Caitlin, were you in the relationship, like the long-term relationship? but you're not anymore or what happened there? No, I'm still in a long-term relationship. Yeah. Okay. Your mom wants to talk about this. So, cause she knew him, right? Yeah. Okay. What, where are you guys on? Like, this isn't me. I don't care if you get married or not. <laughs> like, where are you kind of at with this? <laughs> um, we're still just dating. we been together for five years, something like that. Everyone's been waiting for them to get married. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I need you to pretend like your sisters aren't here for a second and just zone <laughs> in with me. And I I want you to like kind of just talk to me for a second. Do you feel like there's some part of you that's fear-filled that it's like so final? the marriage piece because there's a part of you that wants this and then there's a part of you that's like your inner child is really coming up a lot oh yeah yeah (laughs) yeah because she goes it's not him it's her (laughs) (laughs) that's good yeah I've been I've been wondering about that yeah yeah and Yet at the same time, like, cause we can have two opposing things that are truth at the same time. She keeps saying, but you want to have kids. Yeah. Okay. She goes, you don't have to be married. Right. But is he pushing the marriage thing? Um, it's more of a, he has a daughter already outside of marriage <laughs> and it was just really complicated. So he, he doesn't want to have any kids until we're married. So I wouldn't say he's pushing marriage, but he says, you know, marriage is just a stepping stone to have kids. So, okay. I don't normally go into past life stuff, but I feel like there's some past life stuff here that comes in where maybe there wasn't an amazing experience in the past but your mom goes, you know, that this is your person. Like, you know, that this is it. And she goes, you can follow your heart and you can figure it out. Cause I feel like you'd be fine having kids, but not being married, but he's. That's exactly. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. What she wants you to know is that she has not left this vision from my mind of you and him when you're like old and gray and wrinkly holding hands. Okay. And so she leaves that with you because she says, you guys aren't going anywhere from each other, right? Like you're linked here. You're your people. And she said, you can trust that. She said, you just have to figure out the little details, but are you worried about not having kids too? Because she said it like 10 times, like she's holding your grandbabies on the other side. You said you didn't want to have kids without mom. (laughs) Yeah. 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 After mom passed, I really wasn't sure if I even wanted to go down that road. Yeah. Listen, 
don't let me push you into it. Don't let her push you into it. But I got to be honest with what she's showing me. Right. And she said, you're, I feel like it's a hundred percent you having one come through, but she's got two, she's got two, like one on either side. And we're not talking about twins. Okay. Yeah. So she said, you'll decide what it is that you want to do. But she said, it's okay to trust your heart. She said, I know you're scared, but it's okay to trust your heart and really live the life that it is that you want to live here. Because she said, there's something within you that knows that you want to have babies. And she said, you needed to hear today that your path is not hers, that you're not going anywhere young and that you guys are going to be together and you have this amazing life in front of you. Okay. Now dad is still here. Correct. And they were still married when she passed because she's so close to her energy. And she goes, don't do anything to appease your dad, but your dad will feel much better when you're married. <laughs> she goes, that's his past life stuff too. So uh, she came, she showed me, what was that pride and pet prejudice with Kira Knightley? She goes, that's his past life stuff too. And she pulls up <laughs> memory of like you guys living way back when and him having so many girls back then too. <laughs> Yeah. You can make your own decisions, but she said, I needed to take this burden off of your heart chakra. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. The other piece that I want to talk about here, Caitlin, is when it comes to the job, are you not a hundred percent like in on real estate? Yeah. Okay. There are times in life where we kind of have these different transition phases, like we'll do this, she goes, don't get in your head and say that it has to be for forever, right? Like you can have different things. And she said, what you're learning here, you'll like use the rest of your life. And that's all that this is about. So it's not about transitioning right away, but if you don't allow yourself to daydream and to like research different stuff that's out there, you can't connect. Yeah with what it is that you want. Okay, you don't have to do this, but I just wanna let you know, I have a whole course, like a month long course on finding your purpose that can help. Like if you ever need to sort through that a little bit. Yeah. Okay, let's talk to Madison for a second. So Madison, you've got the three babies. What are their ages? Six, three, or almost seven, but he's six, three, and then I have a four month old. Okay. And who looks like you as a baby? Because she keeps holding up your picture to one of the kids. And my little baby. Okay. So I don't know if you asked, like if mom was like met your child, but she keeps coming in showing me that she knows exactly who they are, that they got to connect on the other side before they came through. And Mackenzie, you just had the baby too, right? Because she said, this is for you as well. We, that was something we asked her. I mean, we knew she met because they were both like a couple, two, two months two old months when old. she passed, but we just wanted to know that she still sees them and yeah. she's watching them grow. Yeah. It's fun to kind of be in this day and age because she also says that all three of your babies, you know, when Caitlin, I, I'm just saying 100% one is coming through, not to rob you of your free will, but she's pretty pushy from the other side. So what she says is that all of them have the ability when they're younger to see, and you don't see this in every family, but she really keeps showing me that they see. So when the bitty babies get a little bit older and they start talking about grandma or they know her picture or grandma's here, she said, don't doubt it. I've been with them you know, ever since. And she even says that you guys see some of like the flickers of light sometimes on the baby monitors. Yeah. So she goes, know that that's her. <laughs> that just happened last night. Get and out of here. My mom's friend passed away last night. And right at the time that she passed away, the lights in Kenzie's house just went crazy. And I said, maybe that was mom telling us that she was on the other side. Yeah. yeah. 
your mom is so strong of a force from the other side that she's going to continue to come in in every way shape and form you're going to get all of the signs good (laughs) so glad we like that (laughs) we said we we asked her like every day for different signs and we're like god this poor girl probably thought she'd finally be able to (laughs) I said, she can rest when, when we're, we're all dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. And she said, that's not what it's about, right? She goes, I'm omnipresent. So she said, I am here 110%. And she goes, why would I want to be anywhere else? Yeah. I get to be right here, getting to see it all unfold. You know, your mom's hysterical. I have it still, even after five years of doing this, where they will bring in different things that I've never seen before. And her and your grandma are over in this movie theater eating popcorn as they're watching everything play out. Like they know. (laughs) Now we had our aunt, my mom's sister passed away three weeks after our mom, okay. You know, is I don't know if you can tell if the grandma figure. It could be my grandma, but it also could be our aunt because she was older than like a mom. second mom to us, and she was really, she was amazing. <laughs> it's all of them. It's all of them. Yeah, because it's all the female energy that's right there. Now, did she have a daughter? Your aunt. We had two. two. Okay. Yeah. Because she, she was talking about her daughter and her daughters and know that it's all like they're over there taking care of every little thing. Listen, Mackenzie, I know you just had a baby, but like we're talking Irish twins. If you're not careful, just FYI. Oh my God. That is so funny because I was just telling my coworker the other day, like I probably should buy some pregnancy tests. (laughs) Well, thank you for that. I'll be careful. <laughs> Your mom said to tell you, like, if we don't want to get pregnant right away, we oh, need no. to uh, figure that thing out. <laughs> okay, so I'm not pregnant yet, so that's good to know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, thank you, mom. <laughs> 100%. I want to talk about Madison, kind of going back to the kids. Uh-huh. Um, where does the daughter come in? I don't have a daughter. Okay. My husband has a daughter with somebody else. Okay. Talk to me about that then. Cause she's looking at you. Okay. Well, <laughs> so uh, last winter we almost separated before we found out we were pregnant and he had like a one night stand and got the other girl pregnant and it was a daughter. And so they're four months, our youngest and his daughter four months apart. Okay but you guys are still together. Yeah. And like your mom's really hard on this. Like I see like an iron door between him and the other person. Like this isn't like a relationship. This isn't something where he's heart connected to this other person or thinking about this other person. She needs you to know just like that vision of what she was showing me because sometimes that egoic mind guy can creep in a little bit. She said, you're stronger than I am. And she said, I'm so sorry for everything, but she makes me feel like you guys are strong and you're going to make it through. I think that there's times in relationships, whether we're married or not, where you don't think that you could love a person more and maybe it's not more, but there's a depth to it that certainly does grow where you know somebody better and she said you guys have that like you have a very strong heart connection and she said I know he's not perfect I know that she's you know like that you're not perfect right but you guys have something very beautiful and so she's encouraging you to see it because she said it three times she goes would you tell her that the more and more that she works on herself, the more that he will just like see the example because we can't hop into their body and we can't change them. Right. So she said, 
just focus on you. And when I was kind of going through a similar thing in my marriage, the Jersey Shore was really big at the time and a pillow came out that said like, just do you or something like that. And I was like, yes, I'm getting that pillow. I still have that pillow. And every time I look at it, I'm like, nope, don't have to concern myself with his shit. I am just going to concentrate on me and just focus. And she said, it's hard for you to do in specific because you're very highly empathic. And it's almost like when his energy shifts in the house, we kind of dance on eggshells a little bit. And she goes, enough. Okay. You just do you. That's really good to know. Mom was super... When all of that happened, everyone hated my husband and my mom did too, but she just felt really strongly that if I wanted to make it work, that's what I should do. And it didn't matter what anyone else thought. Yeah. And she really preached that. And so she that is, biggest she was my biggest supporter and that's really nice to hear. Yeah. She goes, you got to think about it differently. This isn't about totally him. This is about you, right? Right. And you getting to grow and you getting to learn. And she goes, it's about you stepping into your power and your like true authentic power. And she goes, we got to take a couple of things into consideration. Like, I don't know about you. You're probably younger than I was. I, I was born in the 80s, but our parents didn't really have that where they stepped into their authentic power because of society and what it taught them and she goes all gloves are off now for our generation right like where we get to step into it a hundred percent and she goes that's what you're coming into and she said embrace it Because when you get to live your life every day from your energy and just loving who you are, she said, that's the way I'm guiding you. That's Mm -hmm. where I'm directing you. She said, it's not that you're not doing it. She goes, it's hard with kids. She said, look at your life as chapters in a book, right? You're in this beautiful chapter where you get to have these beautiful children and raise this beautiful family. And she said, there's going to be other chapters. So when you allow yourself to daydream, you're co-creating those future chapters right now as you're in the middle of a different one. Okay. Okay? Because sometimes it takes 10 years to manifest what it is that we want. I want to leave you with one other piece of information before I kind of hop on over to Mackenzie. She goes, I know that this is hard to hear, but you need to hear it. The daughter that your husband had Mm -hmm. is of your soul family. Okay. So while you like, she shares a mom right between the two of you, she said, I need you to understand that her life is different because she's kind of between the two households. And I, she goes, I need you to know that in her life plan, she's very clear. She's able to look at hers because it's associated with yours. Mm -hmm. She goes, she doesn't feel totally confident as a tween. She's not going to feel totally confident as a teenager. Mm -hmm. And she goes, you have the ability to almost make or break this soul. Okay. And she said, I know that that's going to be hard at times. Yeah. But she said, the more that you can see her as a soul that really has been your soul daughter in past lifetimes, that you can look at her and know and just love her. Like you love your, your boys. And yeah. she said, that's what that little girl needs. And she's always going to need it. So she said, that will shift the entire trajectory of her life. Okay. So gosh, tons coming through here. <laughs> We're going to need another hour sometime. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, any questions so far? I know we're covering a lot. Okay. Mackenzie. Yes. Regardless of what you do, like there's more babies on the way. So you haven't totally decided whether you'll stop at like two or three, but she said, know that she's taking care of the babies on the other side. 
Do you worry sometimes? Listen, everybody has an egoic mind and it comes into all of us in different ways. And she goes, I don't know if you've had other friends or something where they've had like a hard time with a pregnancy. She goes, there's no hard time here. The babies are 110% healthy. So she goes, whatever that little like, I, yes. that I had a miscarriage when I was 18 okay. and so in this like in this last pregnancy I had I was worried from the day I found out I was pregnant until the day I had him just so worried that something was wrong with him or something was going to be wrong you know yeah. and I think that was because of what I had gone through probably but also everyone else <laughs> yeah. So know that she understands that and she hears your worries. And what she wants you to know is that she's plucking that sucker out of your head and telling you there's nothing going on, right? Now, the miscarriage at 18, did we not know the sex? Because she's, and do you have the son? Yeah. Okay. Cause she said the soul that was supposed to come through at 18, I go, where is that child? Cause I don't see him on the other side. And she said, he's here. So know that he came through. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. So later in life. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Cause I was like, where is this soul? You're like, I don't see anybody. And she goes, it's cause he's not here. He's with so it's interesting because have you said that you feel like you're going to have a girl next? I yeah, I want to, and I actually <laughs> have asked my mom before. I'm like, give me a sign if I'm going to have a daughter. That's all my mom wanted was a granddaughter. Yeah, yeah, and that's all I want. <laughs> I go, I can't say this, and she goes, Yes, you can. 110. percent Wow. Like, yeah. <laughs> I go, I don't like to do that because, you know, and she, you know, things do change, right? Like things change depending on people's free will decisions here, not yours, more so the people that they have to line up with, but she was 110% healthy pregnancy, 110% girl. So. Wow. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you, mom. <laughs> Now, and it's interesting because Madison, I know you have three, but Mackenzie, I feel this energy more with you. Do you worry too a lot about how you're going to juggle it? Because this takes up a lot of energy in your auric field. What is it that your husband does for work? He's a coach for the high school and he's a, um, co- he drives a copy route for Pepsi. So he's gone a lot. Okay. Right now she goes there's times where we decide and this is not easy for women of our generation to be like okay I'm gonna step back you know I feel like when I did this when my daughter was really young I felt like I could never spend money because it was like his money and that wasn't how he made me feel it was just how I felt and she goes you can't make yourself feel that way there's going to come a point where I feel like you might decide to either go like part, part time or step back for a couple of years. And yeah. she goes, it's a couple of years out of a hundred, like, let's just like, let a duck be a duck here. Yeah. And she goes, this is a gift. It's a yeah. gift for you to be at home with the kids. Okay. So she said, you don't have to worry about it when it's time, he'll slide into the right position where the income is correct for you to be able to take that step back. And she goes, as soon as you want to go right back, the position will be right there. So she said, it's not something that should just consume as much like mental thought as it is. That's good to know. (laughs) Cause when I had my baby, I went back and forth on if I wanted to go back to work and I ended up going back And I just told my coworker the other day that if I had another one, I probably wouldn't. I probably would be a stay-at-home mom just because daycare is so expensive. And I have thought about that a lot. And you know what? And that's where your mom just showed me. Remember I told you guys at the beginning, she had me write down big purpose and big purpose together. It's sometimes when we're able to take that step back where our energy is clear enough for the big idea to come in. And she goes, see yourselves coming up with something that's just something that could go like bonkers crazy. 
right? It, and it's something like silly, stupid, because she keeps showing me a card from my memory and handing it to you. My mom was so pissed all of the years that I was growing up, like zero to 18, she would say it over and over again. I can't believe it. When you were this age, I knew that we should create this thing that ties onto the binky and then pins on to like there. If we had created this little like ribbon, we would have been millionaires. She said this a hundred times, right? (laughs) Growing up. And she took that card and she handed it to you three. And she goes, it's something little, right? It's something like little, it's easy, but she goes, Nobody thought of it. It was always coming up with weird, um, trying to come up with weird inventions of stuff that would, you know, take her (laughs) to retirement early. (laughs) So that does not surprise me at all that she's passing that to us. (laughs) That's not something that I talk about every day in my reading. (laughs) (laughs) Know that she's kind of handing that and she's kind of directing my energy to you, Mackenzie, where like it might come through you and then you guys all get on board. but everybody has like a piece of that they bring to the table all right what questions do you have for her I just want to know I mean I guess we kind of know but I just want to know that she's okay because her passing was very traumatic and very quick and she didn't want to go we know that yeah Um, she wasn't ready yeah like you had said that she was kind of going back and forth you know we've described that since since she died that's how we described it was it was like she could not let go we kept telling her please mom please like it was horrible and something was keeping her there and that we she didn't deserve that you know she didn't deserve to have that like traumatic ending and so we want to know that now that it's all over that she's okay with how it ended you know yeah The biggest thing that holds us back in anything that we do in life is our own fear and our own expectation. Mm -hmm. And the thing that is so hard at the end of life is that the way that people think about it right now in our society is that they're leaving everybody and they're going to a place on the other side where nobody is. Right. And, or maybe just a couple of people and that they're going to be alone. And your mom said, I mean, your mom and your dad have this soulmate energy, right? I mean, baby, no marriage is perfect, but they are tied as tied can be. And she goes, I didn't know how to leave him. I didn't know how to leave you. And so what she keeps showing me is at her passing, her fearing that when she was walking to the other side, she was walking to a place where just a couple of people would be and she didn't want to leave you behind. And what she says is, and I don't normally see this, but I see your energies and dad's energy. Is there a fourth sibling or is it just you three? It's just Just us us three three. that we know of. (laughs) Cause there's, was sister on the other side? Did you say when mom passed or she passed after? Mom passed three weeks after. No, she passed. I mean, our aunt passed three weeks after. After. Okay. Cause there's somebody who passed before their time there too, on the other side. And she said, I looked up and she goes, I didn't understand. She goes, I didn't understand why I felt so good. And you were right in front of me. So she said, I needed you to know that when she passed, what made it easier instantaneously was them showing her that you're there. All three of you are there. And so she said, as soon as I knew that I wasn't leaving you and I got to return to that knowledge, she said it wasn't hard. She said it was hard in the physical body, but as soon as she exited the physical body, yes, she was okay. I I don't know if you can ask this, but she mentioned like if she's visited us in our dreams or my son always says that grandma visited him, but we don't know if it's legit or not and I'm just curious (laughs) yeah it's interesting Caitlin have you seen mom in your dreams yeah we had a a really interesting yeah um (laughs) in my dream I was riding a bike up on the street above our parents house and I'm riding down the street and I see a yard full of people and I just see this kind of pink energy and I realize it's mom 
and she's walking towards me waving and then I see Maddie dart out in front of me and mom chased after her and then they were just like in their own little area and that same night I had a dream that my mom I was at a party at a house and I didn't know where I was but I know I was outside and I was walking and I could see her and I saw her running and then we ran into each other and we hugged. It was like our souls hugged each other. And at the end of my dream, she told me that she was okay and that everything was beautiful. It was three weeks after she died. And then at the end, she just kept saying, I have to go find Katie. I have to go find Katie. I have to go find Katie. So know that that was the visitation dream. Cause as soon as you started talking about it, she turned to Caitlin and she circled your name and she said that she came through in the visitation dream. Mackenzie, you're going to have the dream too, or you're going to connect with her. Just know that it feels emotional when you wake up, like you very much remember that it happened yeah. and you feel that presence, right? If you sit in oneness or meditation after a visitation dream, you can kind of reconnect and like follow the breadcrumbs of what happened first. Yeah. And a lot of times you can kind of find things that they were telling you. And I hesitated there because she said, would you tell them it's telepathic? So when I've had visitation dreams, I don't see their mouths moving, but <laughs> I know that there was information shared back and forth. Yeah. And they said, communication is different here on the other side. So when you're in that realm of visitation dream, the communication is more so like it is on the other side. Does that make sense? I had told them that I said after when I woke up and I told them about my dream, I said, but it was really weird because we weren't actually speaking, but it was like an inner, I knew what she was saying inside. Mm -hmm. I just knew. And we had this conversation, even though we weren't speaking out loud and it was really crazy to experience. Yeah. What's interesting for yours, Madison, is I want you to kind of meditate on that place where you were because it's your home energy on the other side. So if you're here, but you have a higher self, there's still your home. That's not like not your home anymore because you're here. So there's some energy of that there with you. Oh, okay. That's interesting. Yeah. I'm glad to know that I'll have a dream eventually because I have not been able to dream about her. I've like begged her. I'm like, it doesn't have to be a visitation dream. I just want to see you, you know, even dream you. And I can't dream about her. And I've been so afraid that I just mm -hmm. never will. You know, I, I'll never see her again in my dreams. She wants you to know that there's times where we do this to ourselves, where we want it so bad. It's a clenching energy within us. And as soon as we release and surrender and just kind of surrender to the divine timing of it, she goes, Mackenzie, I need you to think about it this way. There's a lot coming up, great stuff within the next five years. And she said, if I only get to come in about once every five years, I needed to time it right where you get the messages when you need it. So as soon as you release and you let it go and you really totally forget about it. That's when she'll be able to come. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. And then, and then send me an email so that you guys can all be on the podcast together. Cause that would be really fun. That would be fun. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I love, I want, you have said that. It would be yeah, cool. actually, I would love for you guys to just come on anyway and share like the dream that you had, because that's fascinating where it totally happened. I mean, like Caitlin, it was right there. And then like, I stole her dream yeah. from her. She was mad at me when she woke up because she felt like I stole her visitation. Yeah. And then <laughs> it was actually the day that our aunt died. Um, well, it was night a couple before, days before or whatever. Yeah. But when we had all woken up, Maddie had sent us a message that was like, Katie, I'm not going to go into detail, but did you have a dream about mom last night? Because she want she felt like it was a visitation dream. And then Katie was like, Yeah, I did, and kind of shared her story and their stories just synced perfectly the pink energy they both described this like pink energy that was around her and aura almost yeah yeah it, it was, was perfect. it was amazing and and it was you know it was three weeks exactly after she passed I was having a really hard day and I just kept saying I need to see you I need to know you're okay please please I mean I just all day I just broke down and I just 
was in a really dark place and we were driving home from a city about an hour away and I saw this giant shooting star and I said what if that was my mom and then that night I had that dream and I just woke up and it was like I could feel her with me and I knew I instantly was like I have to ask Katie because I just felt like Katie visited or mom visited both of us that night and I just thought that was insane yeah I was pissed that morning when she told me she had a dream because I was like, well, if she was visiting, she couldn't have visited me. She tried to visit me first. Yeah. (laughs) Then you swooped in. I, she knew I needed her more. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. I got my wave. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my goodness. I asked your mom if there's any like last pieces that she wants to leave you with. And she said, I need them to know two things. One is when we have a parent that was like our best friend here on the other side, roles are energy, okay? Mm -hmm. So mom's role here your whole life of being your protector and, you know, the person that you bounce everything off of and your safety and your security it's hard for us at our age to step into that and to take on that role because we just want her to come back. The more that you deny stepping into that role, Uh the more you feel pain and just hurt within yourself. And the more that other people around you feel your sadness in a way where now the next generation is looking to all of you right Right. and it's up to you guys to create the memories and decide what memories that it is that you want um, to make with one another and so she said please don't not step into that role because you're just wanting me to come back okay I know it's hard but she said, you need to step into the role for your families, but you also need to step into the role for one another. And yes. she said, you know that nobody's perfect, but she said, you, you all know that you'll always be there for one another, 110%. And she said, when you're in conversations, counseling, guiding one another, and you say, mom's here, and I know she's saying this. She said, no, it's me speaking through you. She also said one other thing. What did she say? She said that one and she wanted you to know one other piece. No, bring it back. (laughs) Yeah, let me just talk to you for a second and I know it'll flow back. So making those memories, kind of holding that space for, that's what it is. It's automatic writing. So I know that automatic writing sounds woo-woo, and I feel like a couple of you are open to it more than maybe others, but everybody feels like they're just making it up at the very beginning. But if you sit down once a week and write out a question at a top of paper to mom, and connect with mom. The process of automatic writing is get into oneness. I've got meditations out there that you could just access from the end of the podcast. Get into a state of oneness, then see her with your imagination because when you imagine the details of her, it's almost as if you're knocking on her door and asking her to spend time with you. And then from there, the scenery is going to change. So you have this greeting where you give each other a hug and you see her and then you'll sit down with her and it, she might show you, she's taking you to a place that you guys would have talked when she was here. It might look more like this beautiful house on the other side. That's hers now, or your house on the other side, wherever it is, that's where you sit down and you just write out one question. And like a secretary, you're just taking word for word notation of exactly what it is that she's saying. And you cannot process that and read it at the same time. So you have to read it 
uh, no, write it until there's no more energy coming through. And always when you get the hang of it, you're kind of like, but I want more. And she's like, so ask another question. But once you've got all written down for that question, then you can go back and read it. And okay. what is interesting with automatic writing is if you really allow yourself to be open, what they'll end up doing is bringing validation through it. So you end up like, okay, like mom said that this is the way that things are going to play out. And then like three weeks later, this is the way that things play out. And the more and more you get that validation, you don't have, it's working down your egoic mind because now you're not questioning stuff. You're like, she showed me this. She showed me this. She showed me this. I know I'm just trusting. And she said, the more that's how you build a relationship with them. Okay. From the other side. Yeah. Okay. And I, and if you need help with that too, in December of this year, I'm going to be leading like a whole one month course on like deepening that connection. Um, Yeah. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Uh, Oh my gosh. You too. Will you send me an email? I want to have you guys, you all on the podcast to talk about that story. That's amazing. Mackenzie, you got to be there too. Okay. I'll be like, yeah, I was the truck delivery, but she didn't come to see That's perfect. Awesome. Well, thank you so, so much. Thank you so much. Beautiful souls, if you enjoyed today's episode, please tell your people about it and share it on your social accounts. Friends, we're truly here to serve you. When I went through my spiritual awakening, there wasn't one book I could read or one place I could go to for all of the answers. I really had to piece them together myself. So what I did for you was create programs that I wish I had when I was awakening. For those who are seeking these same answers, I created a program called the Angel Membership with so many benefits. It walks you through 12 months of spiritual awakening with your angels and helps you to awaken fully yourself. You see, awakening isn't a one and done thing. There is a process to awakening, and this 12-month program walks you through it alongside your angels. In the angel membership, you also get access to a small group of peers to go through this experience with you. You get live access to me twice a month and so much more. For those who want to serve humanity by working as healers themselves but don't know what their gifts are or where to start, I developed my Angel Reiki School, which opens you to all of your God-given spiritual gifts, teaches you how to use them, and how to start a business for yourself. Students who go through both my Angel Reiki School and Angel Membership Program for at least one year are eligible to apply to be a healer in my online Angel Wellness Center and work alongside me. Friends, I touch on all of this and teach you how to connect with your angels in my new book titled Angels and Awakening. Yep, just like this podcast, the book is available for pre-sale starting September 9th, 2021 on Amazon. Friends, your support helps me produce this podcast. Thank you so, so much for being our angels by listening, sharing, and supporting this show. When you leave a five-star positive review, I enter your name into a monthly drawing to win a free session with me or an Angel Reiki School student. This month's winner is in the show notes. Now, here is a mini Angel Reiki meditation and visualization with your angels to help you lift your vibration and keep it that way the rest of the day. Friends, I want you to start by taking a deep breath in and a deep breath out. you to see yourself surrounded by angels. I want you to feel their warm, radiant, loving presence. And I want you to see yourself. It's December 15th, 2021. I want you to see yourself looking healthy, feeling healthy, mind, body, and soul. I want you to go inward and feel that you're so proud of yourself. 
and all that you've been through, all that you've done, all that you've accomplished in 2021. And you're enthusiastically looking forward to 2022. Friends, I want you to connect with God, universe, source, energy, and just take a moment to give thanks. Give thanks and gratitude for all of the blessings that have come your way and all of the blessings that you stand here right now in faith, knowing that they're on their way to you. Friend, as I lead you in this, your angels want you to ask God, universe, source, to show you what it wants for you in your life. See the big picture of what God, universe, source wants for you. I want you to pause and just allow the words, visions, feelings, or knowingness to come to you. And friend, when you connect with the other side, they will only give you positive, loving messages. So just take that moment right now. What is it that God, universe, source wants for you in your life? Allow yourself to be open to it. Allow yourself to see it hear it, feel it, get a knowingness of it. And now your angels want you to ask God, universe, source, what is the next step I should take? Again, pause and allow the words, visions, feeling, knowingness to come to you and remember they're only positive, loving messages. What is it that you see, hear, feel, or get a knowingness of when you ask, what is the next step I should take? you to take a deep breath in and a deep breath out and I want you to feel all the love that is surrounding you feel yourself lovingly surrounded by your angels friends they are guiding you directing you protecting you and they're giving you signs to validate to you that the, you're not walking this journey alone. Allow yourself to believe the signs that you see. Allow yourself to follow the callings of your heart responsibly with faith. And allow yourself to feel the loving presence of your angels and your loved ones as they guide you each and every day. Friends, I love you, they love you. Open up your heart to all of the unexpected blessings that are on their way to you right now.